I'm standing on the steps of the Michigan Capitol building in Lansing, and as you can hear in the background, the protesting is loud and raucous. I'm going to ask this gentleman here why he's risking his life to protest the lockdown. Sir, what brings you out here today? We're upset because we want to get our jobs back. And what kind of job did you have before the lockdown? Well, uh, it was between jobs. After this, we're going to drive on down to Florida and go to a wrestling match. Well, it appears they're all dead. What do we got for him, Johnny? An all-expense-paid trip to New York City! He'll be staying at the exotic Heart Island in a permanent plywood enclosure, courtesy of Spiegel Catalog, Chicago, Illinois, 60609. Thank you, Johnny. Stay tuned for a brand new season of Survivor Heart Island. We're turning you on! In radio, the Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. Go go! In that book, I made it clear. Ooga, the magic bus. Towards other men is where I steer. Ooga, the magic bus. At Roger Daltrey, I sometimes stare. Ooga, the magic butt. I like his walk and I like his hair. Ooh, but the magic butt. I watch his jeans when he struts. Ooh, but the magic butt. I just love his magic butt. Ooh, but the magic butt. When we're on tour, I just hope. Ooh, but the magic butt. He'll lose his grip and drop the soap. Ooh, but the magic butt. I see it. I want it. You can't have it. Magic butt. Magic butt. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9. You are listening to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a dystopian future. One of which uh, I don't think Philip K. Dick would have predicted. In fact, their Philip K. Dick, despite his name, would have, would have scratched his chin and said, No, didn't think of that one coming. Let's see. Unrestrained sociopath maniac posing as a president responsible for the deaths of thousands upon thousands of Americans, murdering the citizens and taking the country apart. Without consequence? With nobody attempting to put a stop to it? Blatant, unbridled criminality daily on TV with no accountability and nobody prevent, nobody removing this neglectful homicidal maniac from office? Nothing? Huh. Why didn't I think of that? That's what Philip K. Dick would say. Now, this show is listened to by, uh, I mentioned this a couple of shows ago, by security agencies, and uh, namely Langley, because I see it in my GoDaddy stats. I see Langley there, and uh, of course, uh, the Russian stuff's in there. <laughs> Russia listens to this too. Hey, Dos Fredonia, boys and girls. And I, I might be, I, maybe I can attribute that to, I play the latest uh, from Leonette and Friends. Maybe they like that. Well, as they drop a new video, I'll play it. They're good. Doesn't mean I want them to take over the country, but musically, they're outstanding, in my humble opinion. But this I want to get not just to the security agencies. This is my question for the show. How do you define terrorism anymore? How do you define that? Is it uh, planes going into a building? That's pretty self-explanatory right there. Is it just that, or is it domestic terrorism, bombs blowing up office buildings? Is it just that? How do you define terrorism? And this is why I'm asking, because we're up to, at the time of this show, over 32,000 Americans dead. And by the time you hear this, probably over 40,000 Americans dead. And a lot of them being dumped in a ditch at Hart Island. In the Potter's Field, where Bobby Driscoll wound up. And meanwhile, we have this uh, organ grinder monkey 
scratching his balls and picking his ass and uh, slobbering all over a microphone all about himself and not doing anything to help. In fact, the federal agencies, unnamed because uh, these governors and these states, well, FEMA's one, but there's, there's other ones that are waiting for the planes to land with PPEs and equipment and what have you, masks, and they're there to, to seize everything, and then they take it away. Now, why are they doing that? Why do, do these agencies, why are they issued orders to seize this equipment and make people die? And the answer to the question is, terrorism is when you make people die by forced incompetence. I say it again. They know they're incompetent and they don't care, especially the Republican Party, who allows this to happen with their silence. Yeah. If you're a Republican, you're all a part of this. You voted for these these cowards, these killers, who quietly stand by and let this guy keep us from having tests. The tests, yes, should be federally provided on every goddamn street corner. You fat stack of pus. This is an act of terrorism perpetrated upon us by none other than our very own president. And if you don't believe me, check out the CNN scoreboard. And by the time you hear this show, it's probably going to be over 40 or maybe even 50,000 dead American citizens. And here's the bad news for your sadistic plan, Republicans. Uh, I know you're applauding the dead African-Americans and minorities and Democrats. But uh, this virus doesn't know party lines. So you're losing a lot of your votes, too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start cheering and getting too happy about that amount of dead votes. A lot of them are Republicans, too. Just ask Matt Gates. Hey, Matt Gates, how you doing? <laughs> Him joking around and it's a Democratic... No, it's a Democrat conspiracy. It's a Democrat hoax. It's a hoax. Is it still a hoax, Matt? How you doing, Matt? <laughs> Matt Gates. Yeah, let me make you feel at home, Matt. <coughs> 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 you want to joke? You want to make fun of people dying? Hey, you know what you got? Yeah, so it goes after Republicans. It goes after... The human species just goes after whatever comes uh, brushes against it. So I don't think what Republicans uh, get off thinking that, uh, well, that's a lot of dead votes. I know that's what they're thinking in the Oval Teen office. I know what that fat orange snake is thinking and, and his uh, cohorts. Well, they won't be voting anytime soon. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Sadistic bastard Jew. But you don't know how many of them are registered Republicans. Think twice before you start dancing on that grave at Hart Island. But the uh, security agencies, like I said before, they're sworn to serve and protect the American public. And yeah, I know I said this last week on the show. But we are under attack by a vicious, sadistic, authoritarian freak who, yeah, got elected pretty much along the same lines as all you know who back in 1933. As it turns out, the 25th Amendment, not going to happen. Because Pence's face is so buried up those orange cheeks. But what do you do? Do you let him continue to be just insane? Do you let him continue to just be a madman going berserk in front of our cameras every day at 5 o'clock? You just let him continue? I know what Bill Barr's answer is. He is the president and he is allowed to do whatever he wants. Okay, so let him set off bombs in different cities. You okay with that, Bill Barr? Yes, I am. I think he's the president. He's duly elected. You grotesquely overweight, you morbidly fat fuck. Bill Barr. You belong in jail too, Bill Barr. In the cell next to John Mitchell. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I still haven't gotten an answer for that one. Who arrested John Mitchell? The attorney general. Who went to jail? Yeah, it can happen right here. It can happen here. But who did that? That part I don't know. Was it the Capitol Police? Who slapped the cuffs on the son of a bitch? Who dragged him out of the building? Or did he voluntarily surrender himself? Those that... 
I can't find that anywhere. And I've asked people a whole lot smarter than me, and they don't know either. But jail's going to be too good for these people. Let me tell you something. I, I came up with a great idea. You remember? Okay. I'm getting historic. I mean, historical now. So a lot of people aren't aware of this. You've heard the references, uh, the comparisons to Mussolini. You know, they call him Trumpolini, Cittolini. But nobody really knows who Benito Mussolini is. Not, not many anyway. Not these days. But when they, the Italians, when they realized what that guy was doing to their country, this is what's got to happen here. They drug him and his uh, girl, I think it was his fiance, it wasn't his wife, over to a gallows. They hung him upside down by his feet and they kicked him to death. They kicked him in the head until he died. And you can see that video on YouTube. It's a famous, I first saw it in history class in high school. So it's out there. But I, I looked at it recently and you'll notice if you look at it in the crowd gathering to execute the Nazis and then hang Mussolini and his girlfriend, his gumad upside down, there was one guy who got all dressed up and he's wearing an ascot, which I thought was hilarious. It was a special day out for that gentleman. And if you look at the video closely, you'll see him uh, very happy. He's talking, saying to something, and uh, he's wearing an ascot. So whenever I go to an execution, you... <laughs> <laughs> Got to wear an ascot. Uh. Yeah. Now, that would be a fitting demise for Trump, but I have a better idea. One that, <laughs> when do you hear this? You know those boxes that they have sometimes on game shows where you put the contestant in the box? It's like a plexiglass box. You stand in it, and air blows, and there's cash flying all over the place. And the idea is you have to grab as much cash flying around you as you can to win. I say put Trump in one of those boxes and let the cash, let him grab all the cash and he'll be having so much fun because that's the only thing besides himself that he enjoys out of life is grabbing all the cash he can. You know, like the PPEs he's doing. You know, test. I didn't want to give tests. Yeah, yeah. So put him in a box and let him grab the cash and then turn the air off and then uh, reverse the air and then leave him in there and then dump his fat ass on Hart Island and paint his wooden box gold because he likes gold and put his name on it. I'll make him happy. And then he can still say he owns property in New York. Oh, another winner. Hip, hip, hooray. I don't know if you've seen it. I put uh, on my website, you can see, and you've probably seen them by now, rows and rows and rows of rows of coffins. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is America today. And one thing I should point out about the Mussolini thing, Italy did not have a Fox News. No. 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 Germany did. It was called Clear Channel. So what do you think? Final resting place for him, Hart Island, next to all the other victims, the victims of his reign of terror. What do you think? Captain Bly. He, he likens himself to Captain Bly. Well, good. What happened to him? Captain Bly. He talks about movies he probably never even watched. Mutiny on the Bounty. He's more like Captain Queeg. I'm afraid the defense has no other recourse than to produce Ensign Harding. Now, there's no need for that. I know exactly what he'll tell you. Lies. He was no different from any other officer in the wardroom. They were all disloyal. I tried to run the ship properly with a book, but they fought me at every turn. If the crew wanted to walk around with their shirt tails hanging out, that's all right. Let them. Take the tow line. Defective equipment. No more, no less. But they encouraged the crew to go around scoffing at me and spreading wild rumors about steaming in circles and, and, and then old Yellowstone. I was to blame for Lieutenant Merrick's incompetence and poor seamanship. Lieutenant Merrick was the perfect officer, but not Captain Quig. Ah, but the strawberries, that's, that's where I had them. They laughed at me and made jokes. But I proved beyond the shadow of a doubt and with... with geometric logic that a duplicate key to the wardrobe icebox did exist and I'd have produced that key if they hadn't pulled the cane out of action uh, I know now they were only trying to protect some fellow officer and in the middle of a pandemic you have the orange terrorist upset about I gotta put my signature on the treasury checks my signature stop the presses 
this fat moron has to put a signature on the checks, which he's not authorized to do. I don't care if he's the president. That's what a treasury secretary has been since uh, 18-0-whatever. He's just pulling his pants down and peeing and crapping all over us. And his lickspittle followers love it. They would love to devour his feces. The little Jonestowners out there. Trump knows what he is. He's my president. Yeah, okay. Well, he'll, he'll poop right in your mouth and you'll enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe Charles Lawton will be happy to chip in there. Uh, wasn't he Captain Bly in the original? I think so, yeah. So that makes sense. <laughs> that's, a, that's not for air. You want to understand what I'm talking about? Tune into the uh, Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast. <laughs> they talk about Charles Lawton and Danny Thomas. I had a similar fetish. <laughs> I'll leave it to them. Tune into their show. You'll find out. Okay, Homeland Security is supposed to be the umbrella for all of the ages, all 17 ages. It's supposed to oversee everything. Homeland Security, as I call it. Well, you got the CIA, you got DIA, you got NIA, you got an uh, Office of Terrorism and Financial Intelligence. <laughs> FBI will forget it. You know who's in charge of that. We're getting back to the terrorism. Terrorists are all on holiday right now. And speaking of terrorism, the Saudis flew the planes into the buildings. Here's the impact that had on this 20 years later. Right up until recently... The flight school in Pensacola was still registering Saudi nationals to learn how to fly. They haven't learned a thing. But this is not terrorism like planes flying in a building. This is not like a bomb exploding. This is a very slow, creeping fascism moving very slowly. Of course, the pandemic has sped it up a little bit, but that, that's what they're doing. They're shall we say, seizing the moment to speed up the process. So if you want to characterize terrorism as primarily homegrown, right here, right here in the good old U.S. of A. That's where most of it comes from. And some of it, yes, from uh, Saudi Arabia or from the Middle East. But primarily, lately, since 9-11, it's been domestic. Let's face it. So if terrorism bothers you, then look no further than the 5 o'clock vanity briefings. You're looking at the number one terrorist there, and another terrorist who enables him is Ajit Pai, our FCC chairman, because he allows poisoning the airwaves to misinform, and, and people are stupid. They do whatever they're told. People have, have already died from misinformation about this chloroquine, about this uh, zinc, the uh, silver crap that uh, Jim Baker was selling. Uh, this Alex Jones, who did get sued for that. Uh, but it, the FCC used to have rules in place for misinformation, propaganda, and lies. Not anymore. In fact, this big greasy teeth goon, he, he probably endorses all of this because he hasn't said a goddamn word. That's right, Ajit Pai. I said goddamn you. You're an enabler for this. Because we need information. We need to know when the tests will be available, if they ever will, and where we're going to get. You're not going to get that. What you're going to get is hate talk on our local radio down here. You're going to get Fox News. You're going to get Alex Jones. You're going to get... And, and they, they none of that, none of that should be on the air. And let me explain something else. When we had the Fairness Doctrine in place prior to the 96 Telecom Act, when we had all... The, all that we had our freedoms there was right-wing radio i'm going to get to more of that uh, down the show here a little bit but th there was right-wing radio there was hate radio but there was a line to be drawn where if you caused harm to the public welfare well you were off the air you were not only off the air you were banned from ever working in broadcasting again but now now they're not in violation of any rules, regulations, or laws because, oh, let's see. That's right. There ain't none. So if you want to write a letter to the FCC, go help yourself because there ain't no more rules, regulations, or laws. Uh, they can, through their lies, through their misinformation like Fox News, send the kids back to school. <laughs> You're going to write a letter? First, you have to find out what they're in violation of. There used to be violations. 
But not anymore. I guess if you say a dirty word on the air. Like, oh, are we fucked? See, I could say that online. But who are you going to call? Certainly not the Ghostbusters and certainly not FCC. Because let me tell you what the FCC cares about now. Telecom. And uh, that's it. You're on your own, Pally. Not to mention, it sells good time. Right, Ajit Pai? With your big, greasy, smelly teeth? And who are you to say? People die, whoop, you got your telecom check. So again, how do you define terrorism? Does it move fast or does it move slow? And what you're seeing right now is very slow time terrorism. Every night on your television at 5 or 6 o'clock, he is a terrorist. Oh, but he's the duly elected. Do-do on this. Dooley this. Even Jim Dooley said he was... I don't care. If somebody is... Let's say he was a, a legitimate uh, candidate. It's hard to say that. Let's say he was... A, and then when he was in office, during the course of... So he, he can be anybody. Uh, they go uncontrollably insane. What do you do? You just say, well, he's a duly elected president. You just keep on saying that. No matter how many people die, by the time I do my next show, it's probably going to be 50,000. How many of our security agencies are just sitting there with your arms crossed going, hmm, look at that, 50,000 dead. Huh, ain't that something? What are you going to do, security agencies? I'm, I'm serious. You're just going to sit there and let this happen. <laughs> Americans are dying all around you because of this maniac, this syphilis-infested... I'm guessing, but he sure acts like somebody in, in the final stages of syphilis. Here's my story, sad but true About a girl called Syphilis Sue had a bug and ran it around Gave it to every guy in town Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. All our security agencies, that's a joke. What about the armed forces? How about you, armed forces? Are you going to help your country at all? We're asking. Can you help us out? Over 550 sailors positive for coronavirus on CVN 71 after they get rid of the good captain who, who tried to make Washington aware that his crew needed help. And and he loses his command for that. And now there's talk in, in the Navy that maybe they should reassign him. Okay, well, the damage is done as far as morale is concerned. I'm sorry. But after you do that to your crew, when you excoriate your crew, a popular, well-liked cruise captain for reaching out for help, because they're sick and there's 500 and over 550 reasons why he did that and one dead how about it armed forces is it time to get this guy out of there 
make Pence the vice president, but if you want a, a clear and present danger, you got it. His name is Trump. If we don't have testing, this is going to last all the way up until uh, the election, if there is one. We need the testing. He has to stop stealing medical supplies. And what they left out of his propaganda reel, that was, uh, <laughs> that was edited by his now campaign manager, Brad Pascal, who, who was formerly in charge of his social media network, social media manager, whatever it was. Now he's a campaign man. He's a Breitbart punk. And, and it takes somebody like that to, put a, to try to propagandize a pandemic and, and, and give you a timeline, but completely leave an entire month out. <laughs> By the way, Paula Reed of CBS. Great job. Thank you for being, oh, what do you call it? I almost forgot. Thank you for being a journalist. A news reporter. There's so few of you out there anymore. Thank you for doing a good job. That's what you, that's what journalists are supposed to do. Hold people to account. Follow up, follow up, follow up. And he didn't like it. Enough. Enough. I could play the audio, but by now you know what I'm talking about. Enough. I can't talk to you. And the next time, you know what I'd love to see? What, either her or one of the other reporters. The next time he says, you're fake news. You're fake news. Say, what do you consider real news, Mr. President? Ask him that. Uh, and you know what he's going to say. Uh, Fox News and OAN. OAN is nice to me. Or Breitbart. <laughs> <laughs> What they conveniently left out of the propaganda reel was, uh, first of all, they didn't even mention the entire month of February. Like, let's erase that. We'll go from January right to March and have a happy day. What they did mention is during the month of February, when uh, China was starting to have the uh, pandemic, Trump sent 18 tons of medical equipment, PPEs, the masks, and everything, 18, to 18 tons. And what did we get? Uh, nothing. Now we have to buy it back. Yeah, it wasn't in that uh, sizzle reel they made. What can you do about it? Well, Adam Schiff tried. The, the Democratic Congress tried. And in retaliation for that, and to deflect from his responsibilities as President of the United States, he's floating the idea of adjourning Congress. You know what that means? That means when he says he has total power over all of us, which the president does not have, but when he says that he's king, he's dictator, he's the ruler over us, if he gets rid of Congress, the only oversight we have left, and even with that, it doesn't help. That means a total, that doesn't mean president, that means a total takeover of the United States by not just Trump, but his criminal cabal including his daughter and that weenie wuss, that, God, that, that disgusting punk, Kushner. It can only be Can he do that? Uh, technically, under the Constitution, he can, but he needs a lot to... It's just not going to happen. First of all, both houses have to be in session. They ain't. And they would be. If he would distribute tests, millions of tests, or as he would say, millions of tests. But he doesn't want to do that because he wants us to die, Mr. Bond. This crazy fucker wants us all to die. And much to our misfortune, it appears we have no security against that. We have no defense. But there you go. The deck is stacked. There's not a hell of a lot you can do about it outside of our security agencies honoring the oath they swore to to protect us, to protect American citizens and get rid of this guy. Move him out of there. Perp walk him, whatever. Put, put him in that uh, money booth. It can't continue like this. Uh, the CIA uh, issued a, a directive to all of its employees to not take the hydroxychloroquine. I wonder why. Could it be because it, it's untested? Could it be because it's not FDA approved? Could that be why? Yeah, I'll bet the little lick spittle Trump followers are they're, they're, they're waiting to get that maybe in cereal form. 
and put it in a bowl of milk. Anybody notice that the same day that Trump announced he wasn't going to fund who? <laughs> I'm going to be playing a lot of who bits. The World Health Organization. And the same day he gives the airlines $52 billion. Anybody notice that? Oh, and by the way, you get your check? I know a couple of people have, but I think they stopped the presses so he could put his stupid seismographic uh, signature on it. Because this way he could say, was it for me? You wouldn't have got that check, see? Was it for me? You wouldn't have had a pandemic. Oh, sorry. Well, that's my opinion. Not that of the staff, crew, or management of this station. But I'll tell you, my opinion is, I see that orange menace on TV. I see a terrorist. I see somebody who wants all of us dead. All of us dead. Because... When you're that maniacal, you don't see the consequences of such an action. If everybody's dead, then you are the king of nothing. Did I mention the who? Who? I'll be playing a lot of who. A little guess who, and coming up later in the show, perhaps even if I get around to it, if I have enough time and I keep my mouth shut long enough, because I'm really uh, riffing over here, the wonder who, to, when it comes to COVID-19 or the coronavirus, whatever. I mean, there's so many. There's so many really bad parodies, including the one that I did last week. Only I didn't make the one mistake that everybody else who does parodies does because they don't understand the comic art form that a parody is supposed to be. Listen to uh, Alan Sherman. A good way to learn. Now, those were record albums, so they had to be entire songs. But the idea of comedy... Anybody out there listening to this because I was a comedy bit masterist for over th almost 30 years, nationally syndicated, I do have some cred to say this. If you're going to do parodies and there's billions of them about COVID-19, if you, I just beg you, please, do not put your audience into an induced coma by making it the whole song. Do not, please. Listen. How many of you would laugh at a joke that went on for chapters and chapters and chapters? How many of you would drop dead of boredom uh, by the time they got to the punchline? How many? Okay, and in most of these bits, they start off hot, which is a way of, they start off with a, a funny thing, and then uh, around the chorus, you get the idea, and it goes on a little bit, and then it should stop. It should stop. But they don't. No. They go on forever. Because they don't know how to write comedy. I'll tell you the secret here. If it goes longer than a minute and a half or two minutes, it's no longer funny. It's deadly boring. But the people don't know. They just keep on going. They don't want to make a comedy parody. They want to make a show. They want to do a, 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 a Jerry Lewis marathon. And go, they'll make bits that are 24 hours long. But people don't know. And it worked for me for many years, up until I lost my equipment and I had to churn out garbage like I did last week. I, I don't want to torture you with that. Everybody's going to be playing them. So I'm just going to be playing uh, garden variety comedy stuff that may not be relative to anything, but hey, it's a giggle. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show. I gained a ton. I had to let my pants out far too wide. It wasn't long before I realized I gained so much weight I gained a ton What used to be a rocket superstar Now needs a shoehorn to get in his car I gained too much weight I gained a ton I ate too much I'm pasty pudge I gained a ton too many Twinkies Cursada cakes and halibut Made the room stinky From that big baby room Gained too much weight I've gone too far Got big fat buns I gained a ton Now my cholesterol is far too high You got to wonder why I haven't died From all of this weight Like John Goodman from the back And with the beard I look like Wolfman Jack I'm a big Harry A Gain too 
much weight I can't see my shoes My thing is gone I've gained A ton What I think my heart is stopping <laughs> The best music Thank goodness it's fun with Brittany Summers On the Brit Summers Show Make a million four. Hippies back in '68. Yuppies once we graduate. My corporation, my corporation, my corporation. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Uh, I don't know what's more nauseating, the the, the coronavirus or or these five o'clock vanity briefing dog and pony shows. And they're all the same. He comes lumbering out like the lumbering turd that he is with his arms dangling in front of him, knuckle-dragger that he is. And, uh, and then he reads his prepared statement by Stephen Miller. Uh, or he barely reads it because he refuses to wear glasses and his eyesight's gone. So it, it, what you get is... And to sound more resolute, if a word ends with S, he, he extends it. Oh, God. Then the rest is a tirade against the American press. Oh, that's right. Enemy of the people. Not like OAN. The Trump ass-kisser network. Oh, and the uh, threat about uh, Fauci being fired... It's kind of hard to fire somebody who does not work for you. He's not part of Trump's cabinet. He doesn't work directly for Trump. Fauci is director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That's not part of Trump's cabinet. He was chosen to work on the task force. And the reason for it, and not that it matters now, but I, and I don't have any proof of this. I'm, I'm, this I'm really pulling out of my shapely ass. But... Oh, that made sense. I can only assume, I'm guessing here, back in 2016, Fauci was a big contributor to Trump's campaign. You know, he's a doctor. Doctor equals Republican. I don't think you're allowed to be a Democrat and be a doctor at the same time. So, and he's a, uh, he's a brilliant, he's a professor. He's a brilliant doctor. And so that means you've got to be Republican. Doctors are Republican and that's that. So I'm certain back in 2016, the only reason Fauci came to his attention is they went over the donor list. Not that anything against Fauci, but that's probably why he's there. So, But when people say he's going to fire Fauci, he can't fire Fauci. Fauci has a job. And it's not working for him. We're just lucky that he shows up at those things. Next to uh, Dr. Debbie Burks with her scoffs and her stipples. Here's a... These are the stipples. She's got some nice stipples, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> with all those scarves, I'm, I'm wondering if she got those scarves from the estate of Doug Henning. You think? Because she's a real winner, too, let me tell you. The, uh, her, her granddaughter got sick. I don't know if it was the virus or whatever, and she refused to leave Trump's side to go visit her sick granddaughter, this, this, this Dr. Burks. With all of her scarves. I think she's going to open a scarf emporium, uh, you know, 24 hours a day, and a magic shop. So you could pull pigeons and doves out of your ass and out of your scarves. And uh, What's wrong with her, with the scarves? Who, where, who does that? Yeah, I have in, in cold weather. But, well, come on. And you gotta, you got to be careful there. Uh, Dr. Debbie, because there, there, there was an actor, not an actress, she was a, a famous dancer by the name of Isadora Duncan in the 1920s. And you know how she died? She died in a convertible wearing long scarves. And one of the scarves got caught in a wheel and strangled her to death, pulled her out of the car, and she, she, she died. She died? Yes. So you got to watch those scarves. She, I strongly advise Dr. Burks not to drive a convertible while wearing all of those scarves. 
But yeah, she wouldn't visit her granddaughter who was sick because Trump Trump needed her. She had to be loyal to this orange ape. And all I could think about it, let's see, who would sacrifice their kids for like that for their mighty leader? Oh, Mrs. Goebbels. Yeah, the one who poisoned her kids. So I got no use for Debbie Burks, who's not to be confused with Bix Beaterbeck. If she married Bix Beaterbeck, it would be Debbie Bix Beaterbeck Burks. Thank you for calling the optometric offices of Doctors Lecter and Milland. We now specialize in the removal of foreign objects from the eye by using the new lipoectomy system. This simple procedure provides instant relief to our patients by fastening a pair of high-powered suction hoses to their eye sockets. No! My eyes! No! My eyes! Your new eyes will be skillfully duplicated by Dr. Milland himself in durable glass. Thanks for the patience. We'll be with you momentarily. License to drill. It's Brit Summers. Bumping over with fun. These eyes will slowly start to fade as I age. That's why. Astigmatism must be treated right away. Proceed ODA. Don't skip the treatment you need. No, no, no. ODs will help you to see. Yeah. With glasses or contacts. Yeah. These You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on the WWNN Network of something. I don't know. It's a, it's a, let's see, a money network and an information network. Uh, but not all the shows are about finance. Uh, there's a variety of different programs on here. So why they focused on the, the money network, I don't know. So I don't say that. I say it's the information network because uh, you get information on here. My show or Norm Kent, uh, there were political shows. We don't talk about finance, especially me. What the hell do I know? And uh, you got other stuff on here. It's not just a financial talk. So uh, if I'm here, I'm here and uh, like that. And stay safe, stay inside. Where's the tests? And uh, I'll see you here again next week, I guess. On 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. Spoke of Brit, and this is the Brittany Summers Show. Here's something you didn't see in the Jersey Boys. The Four Seasons were in a studio recording a bunch of Dylan songs, and it wasn't going well, so Frankie Valley thought he'd liven up the session with this, and it hit number 12. Oh my god.
Corporal. I'm getting a little tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. I'm hyperventilating. I must be crazy, I must be nuts. Where I'm bound, I can't tell. You call that a penis? Goodbye's too good a word to say, girl. I like the wee-wee. So I'll just say, baby, well. Okay. I don't do my job as well when I'm constipated. That is the biggest pile of horse crap I have ever seen in my frickin' frackin' life. Yeah, the Wonder Who, also known as the Four Seasons. They got a few records with the, the goofy voice thing. They kept selling, they were hits. And he was just really just messing around with but I guess Frankie Valley can't do that no mo. No! It's the Brrrt Summer Show on SkyhawkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn Stitcher, Patreon, Google Play with this, and uh, TheBritSummerShow.com. And this, this is The Brit Summer Show. And in spite of this pandemic and, us, and all of us being sequestered indoors, uh, I appreciate you tuning into the show each week and especially those of you who have clicked the donate button i thank you profusely uh, i'm <laughs> so grateful for that and, and it's not anything i expected and of course i have to yield to this program's underwriter and primary sponsor ernie thank you baby thank you baby oh! who always comes through and uh, i'm grateful that he supports this show now, for anybody who wants to argue with you about the post office, <laughs> here's your retort. Here, <laughs> you want to corner somebody on the post office? Ask them this. Uh, we don't need no post office anymore. It's antiquated. It's old. We just got to go. The Republicans have been trying to get rid of the post office since 2006. And uh, now they're seizing an opportunity that by June it, it will be broke. And they will not get any money from this federal government. So you have to think about this. For the last 14 years, Republicans have wanted to privatize the post office. Why? So they could take any competition away from their big contributors, FedEx and UPS. But you have to ask this question. Does FedEx or UPS have an inspector general office of investigations do they have that i'll say it again an inspector general office of investigations does ups have that no does fedex no no they do not so what it's an antiquated service the office of investigations for the post office and inspector general has special agents in 90 offices across the country to conduct investigations into fraud, contract fraud, financial fraud, internal mail theft, official misconduct, major fraud, healthcare provider fraud, healthcare claimant fraud, bribery, kickbacks, extortion, conflicts of interest. The Office of Investigations combats fraud and theft through countermeasures of directorates crime prevention efforts. Does UPS or FedEx have that legal authority? No. And you're hearing a lot lately about uh, people's packages getting stolen from their porch or, or from their door. Uh, FedEx or UPS leaves it there and someone steals it. Okay. The post office has their own investigative unit, like I just explained to you. And that's what you will be losing if we don't have a post office. Yeah, that's big government. No, I, I'm li I like that. I like the idea that if anybody puts their hands on my mail, they go to jail. And it's a federal rap. That goes away. That disappears if the post office disappears. That's something you got to think about. And if the argument comes up, bring that up. Inspector General Office of Investigations. You won't get that with FedEx and you won't get that with UPS. No. Why? Because they're private companies. They're just private companies. And they don't give a crap about you. 
So there's a movement on right now. It's not going to do much, but it shows support. Uh, just go to your local post office and buy a whole bunch of stamps. Now, I haven't used postage stamps. Ah, uh, geez, what, 12 years? <laughs> but I'm going to buy a book of uh, stamps, a book, just to show my support for the post office. It's, it's a necessary thing to have. And, you know, uh, the postal services in other countries around the world are also sanctioned by the government like ours is, but they want to get rid of that. They want to just dissolve it and turn everything around. How would you like to pay? I mean, sometimes you have to. I had to do that when I had a career. 18 bucks for an overnight letter. What is it, 50 cents now, 52 cents now for, it won't be overnight, but it's fast enough for 52 cents. That's a lot of mail for the money, 52 cents. You want to mail a letter with FedEx? It's uh, Well, it was 18. It's probably more. You, are you happy with that? Huh? Oh. Now, this is your cheese, Scott, for the American Postal Service. Now, all this stuff I've heard about Americans complaining about the price of a postage stamp is a lot of horse dung. Now, what they don't understand is that the Postal Service is a team. It lives, eats, and delivers mail as a team. This individuality stuff's a bunch of crap. Now, you may be wondering why postal workers occasionally shoot some of you bastards in the belly. Well, when you stick your hand in a bunch of goo that a moment before was the face of the mail sorter next to you, well, you'll know why he blew his brains out, because the mail never stops. And if you don't like it, then we're gonna grab you by the nose and kick you in the ass, and the mail will still go through like crap through a goose. That's all. Yeah, this is a Paulie Spamalotta, corporate marketing consultant. The uh, blackmailable mayonnaise these uh, Mazamots are hiring for Homeland Security leaves uh, things of a criminal nature, let's say, wide open. Like uh, mail fraud, for instance. Get one of these in the mail lately. Official business of the Federal Orifice of Foreclosures. This means you. Open immediately. You're pre-qualified for a new low-interest loan. <laughs> yeah, that's my idea. Bully spam a lot of And get this, it works. I might have gone for this garbage. Official business from the United States Orifice of Tax Evading Deadbeat. Open immediately or die. Refi today, and you'll be eligible for big discounts on a rental car. <laughs> we have your five-year-old daughter in the basket. If you don't want her skinned alive, please open immediately, mommy. Say, how would you like a new line of credit, huh? <laughs> Fooled you, didn't we? Well, let the government we have now uh, wring their hands about their own political paranoia, and we'll take it from here. The Department of Homeland Obscurity has determined you are eligible to have jumper cables attached to your nipples. Open immediately. Say, how would you like to have a six-month supply of John Boehner pills? For more information on this and other scams, contact me through my offshore website. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. So much to, I'm, I'm not going to get to all of it this week, and that's good. It gives me more material for next week. But this uh, inbred mugwump that we have for a, uh, a governor here, Ron DeSantis, who, who who looks like a deer in headlights when the camera's on. <laughs> this moron, he's uh, a Trump lickspittle who uh, only acts on the orders of uh, Trump. That's it. He doesn't care about the residents of Florida, state of Florida. He just, he, he's an inbred mugwump. So what does he do? He, he calls the world wrestling, uh, whatever it is, wrestling, wrestling. He calls that an essential service. Well, you had to wonder why he said that, and uh, I found out. It's Linda McMahon who happens to be uh, appointed to the uh, Small Business Administration by Trump. <clears throat> and Linda McMahon and her husband, Vince McMahon, uh, run the uh, pro wrestling thing. But here, here's what I'm getting. Here's what I want to see happen. Yeah, let the pro wrestler events uh, occur. Let them happen. Let them fill that stadium. Let them all get COVID-19. Let them all eat it up like they did. They had that uh, protest in Lansing where the governor of that state, who is doing the decent thing to save lives of the people of Michigan, and these teabagging inbred morons, they got them there too. Klan's big in Michigan. 
And uh, there they were protesting. Uh, we got a right to do it and make a living and go ahead. Well, well go, go right ahead. Go right ahead. That's what I say. If you're that stupid, go up, f- fill an auditorium, fill a church. And all I have to say to you morons is, bye, bye, bye. I'll say it again. What did I say to, to all of you AM hate radio listeners and Fox News watchers out there? Here's what I have to say to you. Get together and have those pro wrestling matches. That's right. And while I'm at it, how about all you body cheese huffers up there in the village? The villages. Who gave us all Ron DeSantis. Yes, it was you that gave us Rick Scott for two terms and gave us Ron DeSantis. How about you body cheese huffers uh, going to the clubhouse tonight and playing Keno? Yeah, it's Keno night. Free donuts. Go ahead. Gather together. Nothing's going to happen. It's all a hoax. That's what Fox News to this day and your AM hate talkers to this day are saying. It's a a Democrat hoax. Is it not right? You body cheese huffers in the villages. Go ahead. Go to Keno night and bring your nickels. <laughs> and you turds will be interred at Hart Island. You'll be uh, among all of the other caskets there in the ground. In Potter's Field. Yeah, yeah. A tisket, a tasket. If you're looking for a casket, we've got what you're looking for right here at the casket store. We're all gonna die in Florida's what death is all about. So why not go out in style with the casket store? Choose from our wide selection of designer caskets, like the popular upright model. It keeps you up to date with all the headlines with its handy plexiglass window that lets you view the daily newspaper delivery. And the plushly apparented horizontal hotel with HBO 1 and 2. Save more with bargains galore only at the casket store. We've got what you're looking for right here at the casket store. You're listening to The Brit Summers Show. When I shock my teeth, I like coming something sweet. They have these muffins that you can buy. They say there's no sugar, but that's a lie. No sugar tonight in my muffin, but the label says Nutri-Sweet. My doctor says I can't have nothing that's bad for my diabetes. I'm going to show him something, because the best it's like to be. Nothing goes down like a nice brand muffin, it's soft and golden brown. It's easy to gum when you want to eat something and your teeth aren't in your mouth. It's very easy on your kishkis and it comes out smooth like Madame Musil, so it's it's comfortable when it shoots out! Found sugar tonight in my muffin! That's bad for my diabetes! Now I'm gonna show up for something! That's the best it's like to me! The radio show slash podcast you have been listening to the past hour, of course, of rantings and ramblings and carrying on and a bunch of silly songs has been the Brit Summer Show. On FYINation.com, SkyhawkRadio.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, Google Play with this, and of course, TheBritSummerShow.com, which takes you to my archive, which you can play for free and download all you want, thanks to the generosity of my gracious listeners, and I thank you for that. I've gone very long on this particular show, and I thank and welcome you all to come back next week if I get another show out then. And that's the way I see the world from my perspective. And until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, It's not nice to fool Mother Nature.